And when we look at this chapter, I want it to say these are the ripples. I want us to create more positive ripples into communities and uh. cultures and organizations and family systems. I want people to embrace their beauty and brilliance in new ways that can serve humanity. And that's what we are excited mm. about in this new future. You're listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of a strengths-based approach to people, teams, and culture. For more resources about developing your strengths, strengths of your team, or the strengths of your entire organization, click the link in the show notes or visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Nathan Freeberg, and today on the podcast, I have Brian and Linda Schubring, and we are going to be talking about a change, a shift. I think that the change we're talking about today is the most significant organizational change we've had in the history of Leadership Vision Consulting. Ooh. The most significant change in Leadership Vision's history in its 24-year existence. So what, what we're going to talk about today on the podcast is what that change is. Our last episode was also about change. This is a very specific one. What that change is, why now, why it matters, and why you should care about it, because it will impact you, our listeners, our viewers, our readers, our clients, our customers, everyone. Do you want me to insert like a drum roll here at this <laughs> no, point? I think that'd be a little cheesy. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe someone so singing the national anthem and then no. a flyover. <laughs> I'm talking about no, we're cheesy. We're 101 com- countries, so it's not just. Oh yeah, I love that statistic. Our, yeah, people listen to our podcast yeah. in 101 countries. That is and, cool. You guys, you guys dug and into a shout out statistics. to Australia and New Zealand for being like yeah, our represent. number two location in the world. Yeah, of of right. listeners. I think that's. Well, I, I told you before. I was chatting with someone on our our yeah. online community from New Zealand, so that was a fun. It's kind of hard though because we're like opposite time zones, so it's. You know, 12 hours between responses. No, but. don't they listen to our future podcast before okay. we release it? Because they're like a day ahead. Is that how we're, it works? we're stalling? I feel like we're stalling here. What's what's this big announcement? Well, uh, we are proud to announce that Dr. Linda Schubring is now assumed the role of president of Leadership Vision Consulting. Yay. This is where you actually... <laughs> so, assuming your role or you were the president so yep. was this a coup was this a takeover what's no it what's wasn't a coup Family it takeover. wasn't a takeover uh it situation. was like we've been talking about it was in response to what's been happening in the last three years and what's been happening in our lives and as we've all evolved i believe that um, looking back over the 24-year history of leadership vision consulting um, it is quite obvious that there has been such a significant shift within the global climate, within our national climate in the last three years. And as we have noticed this rising human need around meeting the needs of people, their emotions, um, where teams need to create a sense of belonging and meaning for people, as this sense of need for leaders to be significantly engaged in the lives of their people, I thought to myself, if there was ever a time to make the significant change of having Linda as the president, this is the time. The era that we're facing in the future, leadership vision needs a different type of leader to bring us into that place. And I'm not the person to bring us there. Um, it is my strong conviction that Linda is the one that it will be leading 
leadership vision consulting into this mm. new era of our existence? I feel like this is a an interesting podcast because in some ways I'm interviewing the two of you about this thing that I'm directly connected with. So fo follow-up question. My first follow-up question, Brian, why do you feel that you're not the person? And then why do you feel Linda is the person? So this is an opportunity to brag on her a little bit before we let her talk and tell us all of your shortcomings. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, this will be good. Nathan, I appreciate the question. And it reminds me of this story that, that happened about a year ago. We have this dear friend of ours um, who we were working with and she was working with us. And um, at some point I made a dropping reference to my title. And this woman looked at me and she was like, wait, what? It's like, what did you just say? And I said, well, I'm the CEO and president of the company. She's like, you? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, you. I thought Linda was. I thought you were just the, I said, stop. <laughs> and so it was her assumption over six months of time that Linda was leading. And that was, that wasn't like the moment of my realization that, that this change was happening. Mm -hmm. But throughout the entire time for the last 13, 14 years, it is extremely clear to me what Linda brings to the dynamic. There is a relational, emotional, social intelligence that Linda brings, a strategic approach, not only to relationships and to people, but her understanding of how people connect and, and ways to communicate with people and, and sit and listen with, with people. That has been there from the beginning. And especially over the last four, five years, we've seen this growth in Linda's reach and how it is that she is shaping not just what we do with clients, but in our preparation, in our, our delivery, the areas that we're focusing on. We've seen a continual rise of the application of her doctoral work as a leading um, area of our focus on how intercultural leadership is really more important today than it ever has been. And as I've been continuing to watch what's happening, watching people respond, I had this growing sense of conviction that Linda's skill set, Linda's presence, um, her voice is the one that we're all listening to in a great intensity and with an openness. Mm -hmm. And as I've watched people respond to that, it was just my sense of conviction that this is the time for the move and this is the time for us to make the announcement that Linda is now the president of Leadership Vision Consulting. I think there's a real wrestling with, well, if people already think I'm leading, then why? This doesn't matter. The titles doesn't the titles don't matter. And then it was more of how do we let this future that we are dreaming about and seeing, how do we live into that? How do we make decisions today? that will take us to the place where we want to go, where we can actually live out uh, who we are. All three of us, Nathan, Brian, and Linda, have all had this opportunity to say, "Is is am I a part of this future? Is this where we want to go? <laughs> that there has been a humility demonstrated in all three of us of holding loosely what leadership vision has been, even though it's been a majority of all of our careers. That being said, I think it was a no, like 
things began to come clear as we took our tight grip off of what we thought was best or what we needed to be or what we needed to be to each other. And what I love about our triad here is that we continue to sharpen each other. We continue to push each other in positive ways to get the most out of each other, to highlight what makes us great. And so, yes, this is a a statement of me taking the role of president, but it's also a statement that says the three of us, you're going to see a, and, and experience us in some mm-hmm. different ways in 2023. I love that. Real, real quick, because you referenced this several times, what is Linda's or was Linda's doctoral work? I have a doctorate in intercultural studies, and I studied leaders in multinational uh, contexts who were navigating change well. And I paid attention to how those teams and leaders navigated change. And there were three mm. findings that, that, that bubbled up, and that was they had a shared language that they would use. It wasn't always just the Clifton strengths. It was you know, agreeing that if not everyone speaks English really well, they would speak English at an eighth grade reading level. So it wouldn't have to be, you know, super complicated. So we were learning a lot of things Mm. about what it meant to have a shared, a common vernacular. Uh, The other thing that we realized is that there needed to be shared experiences where people could interact and whether it was doing service projects or the actual nuts and bolts of doing a job, or working on a team, that it was in those moments that created the kind of culture that that could withstand change at, at whatever kind mm. of uh, impact. And the third piece was that these teams and individuals who navigated change well, they uh, had a grasp on narrative and storytelling that could help get other people to the other side of change, through change to the other side. And when you have a handle on your narrative, uh, change can really happen. And one of the huh. points of Linda's doctoral work that I think is important for us today is that the context within which her studies occurred was in the European context. So the teams that Linda was working with, these were teams that were comprised of, of people that were from many nations. So she was doing her research in multinational teams that were led by specific leaders. So there was an awareness of how culture and diversity of culture was at play in the team dynamic and in in how these teams work together. And so over the last three years specifically, we've noticed an increasing rise in the diversity of our clientele, Mm. in the composition of our teams. And the more and more leaders were wrestling with you know, how is it that we connect as diversity increases? So too is the the challenge of how is it that we navigate diversity in these very small mm. team settings? That's exactly what Linda was studying. And that was 14 years ago. My postdoctoral work has been working at Leadership Vision, uh, <laughs> seeing how some of this lands. And it, it is, mm. you know, I'm fortunate to have studied something that, I, that I'm still uh, working using. on and yeah. and using on a daily yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah. So, Linda, how are you feeling about this change? Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited, and I, I think that at Leadership Vision we have a partnership mindset, and I hmm. think I'm a collaborative leader that can help us mm-hmm. 
uh, have the right kind of structures and goals to help us get to the places we we want to get to. But yeah. to you know, to Brian's point, we've we've been in partnership. So sometimes maybe other people think I'm leading. Sometimes people think he's leading. That's kind of the secret. So in a lot of ways, our clients will not experience a vast kind of change. However, it's the internal pieces that have sh- uh, shifted and changed a bit, as well as me being more on the on the tip mm. of the tip of the spear. Yeah. Well, that's kind of my second follow up, I guess, is what okay. what will any noticeable changes be to our clients, to our podcast listeners, to members of our online communities, to one of the things I studied in my doctoral work was what happens um, when someone takes over after a founder. And mm-hmm. usually, you know, there's a founder's trap and that leader doesn't do very well right after that. And then there's <laughs> it leads to something else. Now, I think it's different because our founder will still be around and the duo of Brian and Linda, the duo, duo of this husband and wife facilitator host consultant team is is going to be, you know, live and and still very very much present. But it's more so some of the nuances of where we're going to head, how we are going to approach that, how we will build build the teams. Uh in hmm. my history in working in higher education, in my history of working on an executive team at another at another company, I bring a collaborative approach. I bring a desire to hear from the different voices, but a willingness to step in and decide when when there's a stalemate. And hmm. I think that Brian, one of Brian's gifts is that he sees people in their future state. And so he hmm. probably saw me having a more significant role a few years ago. And maybe he was really leaning on me. And it wasn't until a family dinner with our parents where he said, well, Linda's taking over the company. We hadn't even really talked about it, but he just, and so like, oh, well, congratulations. Like, wait a second. You know, what, mm. what does this even mean? I thought that was just a conversation that we were having on a walk. Um, and, <laughs> and so his, his future lean was not just let's give you something that's mm. on fire and that you have to fix and take care of. But mm. this natural, let's, you know, you take the reins, you, you run, um, because there's some other things that, that he wants to do. And mm. there was one question that I asked Brian, if you could do just one thing at leadership vision, what would it be? Yeah. And he said, right. And that for me was, yeah, more, how do we get him doing yeah. more of that? And so I think. Brian and I both had this give and take of like, well, how do I put you in the places where where it will be growing for you and pushing for you? Um, what are the areas you really thrive in? What are the the places where are the places that you want to go uh, and and take us there? As as other female leaders have reached out to me and asked me to come and speak mm. at different women's events, there's a sense of. Uh, maybe there there is something to what Brian was seeing, and there is this opportunity for leadership vision to to change the script of of how men and women um how people lead together and with one another and i want us to be the model of that uh and i want to yeah. be unashamed about yeah. it one of the things i like about what you said i want to go back to is how do you do more of what you want to do what you're naturally good at which is the whole like strengths philosophy and i think yes. what we're trying to like help 
other people do, you don't always have the benefit and the freedom to do that. So I think this change will be, as we've discussed in other episodes, or has been a catalyst, I think, in many ways for us to say, we're going to explore some other business opportunities. We're going to explore some other opportunities to create resources that will really meet the needs of what people have been asking for with what on the surface could feel like, you know, just an internal change that how does that impact, you know, me, who cares? But really there's, as we've been talking about here, as you've been talking about, like there's, there's some real things. Brian, how do you see this um, change in you? Are you just going to like, you know, be in your office writing constantly then and just leave all the presidential things, you know, the kissing babies and parting turkeys, leave all that to Linda? No. (laughs) Well, what I'm excited for, um, Linda's already mentioned, I'm excited to see how Linda leads the company. Uh, She'll be casting the the direction. Um, She'll be determining how the company is going to be moving forward, how it is that we engage our clients. Um, We are making several significant changes and additions to the leadership vision team. Linda will be overseeing that according to where she thinks the the company is going. And part of my ongoing role, and like Linda said, I'm still consulting with Linda, still coaching, still doing that 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 same client engagement. But also um, the next year we'll be finishing up some of the significant behind the scenes work that we've been working on for the last two years of of building the company into a place of sustainability and viability that it hasn't had in the last 24 years. Um, So I'm excited about those healthy changes. And I'm also excited about the opportunity to continue to write, uh, to continue Mm. to write for our client needs and to continue to write for this opportunity that that we have to publish some of of our thinking around the work that we've done and the research that has come from the work that we're doing. So I'm excited for that. Uh, Nathan, I'm, I'm excited for the new relationship that you and I have in yeah. the the interest that we talked about in our last podcast and with Leadership yeah. Vision Online and with the speaking and, and publishing. So for me, I believe that it is a dream that, that I've seen. Um, I felt that announcing this to our family first um, was an interesting way to, to go about it, but um, I couldn't be more excited about this moment um, about the opportunity that it introduces to all of us. And I'm just excited to see how Linda navigates into the future. I really believe in in releasing people to be the person that they were designed to be. And I just feel that this moment is a releasing. And that's not a question of ego, it's a question of being. And this is a moment for Linda's being to be the primary focus of the spotlight so I can be fully who I am. And so, Nathan, you can be fully who you are. And when we look at this chapter, I want it to say these are the ripples that our work began to ripple out in some other ways. When we have touched back with clients that we had five years ago, 10 years ago, they're still able to speak about the things that either Brian or I shared with them. And I, I want to capitalize on that. I want us to, to create more ripples, positive ripples into communities and oh. cultures and organizations and family systems. I want people to embrace their 
beauty and brilliance in new ways that can serve humanity. And that's what we are excited about in this new future. Brian Linda, thank you for sharing this. And thank you listeners for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of a strengths-based approach to people, teams, and culture. For more resources, you can visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. And if you found value from this episode or any of our other resources, we would love it if you would give us a review on iTunes or wherever you're watching or listening to this. But more than that, we would love it if you would share this with someone else who you think could benefit from growing deeper in their strengths, the strengths of their team, or the strengths of their entire organization. I'm Nathan Freeberg. I'm Linda Schubring. And I'm Brian Schubring. And on behalf of our entire team, thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening.